Hey, I'm Celeste, and you're listening to That Witchy Stuff. Uh, so welcome to episode 10, where we will talk about wording and intentions. Um, these two things are really the most important part of working a magical spell or some kind of magical working. Um, you want to be very clear about the change that you're intending to make. And you also need to be really clear about why you're wanting to make that change. So let's, um, let's dig in. First, and I cannot stress this enough, you have to be specific. You have to be specific. You have to say exactly what it is that you are doing. Um, you should, when you're working a magical spell, you should state this change as if it is already done, as if it's already fact. Not, you don't want to say, I will do X, Y, Z. Because the intention, <clears throat> the intention that you're putting out there into the universe is always going to be that you will do it, not that you are doing it. So let's say today I say I will um, get a raise. Okay. And then tomorrow, <clears throat> excuse me. And then tomorrow, uh, that intention, that magical wording that spell it's still out there floating around in the ether whatever and it's still saying that I will get a raise and then the next day it's still floating around out there saying that I will do this I will get this this change will happen what it's not saying is that the change did happen um and that kind of uh defeats the purpose right like if it's always that I will it's never that I am. It's kind of funny. Um, my youngest son, I know literally every single time he fully intends to do something, but is absolutely not going to do it. Because when I say, go do this, child of mine, and he says, I will, he literally never does it. Literally. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it works the same way, I guess, with uh, the universe. If you say I will, you never are I am. So uh, be specific. Um, state it in the present tense and as if it is already done. So the way magic works is it, sort of you have to believe that your magic um works right like the belief has to be there if you have doubt if you have a seed of doubt somewhere it really takes away from the power of your spell um it's sort of a little bit like um what is that oh the law of attraction it, it it's a lot more than that but i think that there's something to be said for the law of attraction. And that's like, there's this whole documentary about it. I wish I could think of what it's called and I can't. Um, but this whole documentary talks about how people change their lives from being like 
regular people to like super rich people just by using this law of attract law of attraction uh it's sort of the same concept as you know manifesting things both of these things are things that we do in witchcraft you don't want to say um like well you don't want to say that i will do this you want to say i am this or this change is now um you have to say it as if it's already true and you have to believe it as if it's already true sometimes it helps me if i sort of um if i believe it in a way like it's already true even though that change hasn't necessarily reached me yet you know maybe the there are frequencies and vibrations that are changing and the impact of that hasn't reached me yet but that doesn't make it not true in some form in some part of the universe <clears throat> um so it also must be clear um i have a couple of examples written down that we can talk about in a little bit but i'll just state that for now it must be clear it is best if it has some sort of concrete action um so let's using the example of work because uh work is what i have on my mind today um if i say um i uh I don't know, I receive a raise. Um, but I don't say how much of a raise. Maybe I only uh, receive like a 1% raise, which would kind of suck. I mean, that's not even like the, you know, basic cost of living raise. Um, if I say I receive a 15% raise, then that is a lot more specific. Um, another example, you don't want to say something like, I want to be happy, because that's very vague. And, you know, the energy in your spell just sort of disperses all around all the various things that may make you happy. It's not um, pinpointing anything. You kind of want your spell to be like an arrow you know, you shoot an arrow to a specific target, you want to hit the bullseye, you at least want to hit the target, right? If you have um, something that's just, that's just so like a rant, like a vague, the target is still there, you know, but your arrow is kind of all over the place. <clears throat> so instead of saying something like, I want to be happy, you may do a spell where you are bringing something towards you or banishing something away from you. So like bring in towards you or bring to you um, a promotion at work or bring it away from you, maybe a toxic person or uh, something like that. Um, cord cuttings do work, by the way. You should know that. Uh, so yeah. You have to be clear about what you want and it has to be specific. It's best if there's a concrete action like um, bringing something specific to you or 
banishing something specific away from you or saying that uh, that you've received a 10% or 15% raise instead of just a raise. Um, with that being said, though, you really you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. Um, so, for example, if I did a spell and said, uh, I want a promotion to an assistant manager. But what if my boss's plan had been to give me a promotion to manager and now someone else gets manager and I only get assistant manager because that was what I put, you know, what that was what I put out there. Um, another, uh, another example might be instead of saying, um, it would be better to say that my boss sees my worth, but um, what if your boss sees your worth and thinks that it's not as good as you think it is? Um, and you wind up getting demoted or fired or something like that. Um, you could say though that your boss uh, recognizes the value that you add and promotes you to a higher role. That way you're still being very specific, but you're also not um, shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, it's, it's really complicated figuring out the wording of a spell because you really have to think through all the different things that could go wrong with what you're saying and how you can change what you're saying in order to get what it is that you're looking for um, in order to affect the change that you're trying to affect. Um, another big part is your intentions. Um, so intentions, Intentions are kind of tricky. If you have, do you ever like lie to yourself or, or maybe just sort of pretend like you don't notice why you're doing something the way you're doing something? Um, when you're working magic, your energy is affected by that. So you need to really understand what your intentions are. Um, now, you know, there's, I should also clarify, you see a lot or hear a lot related to witchcraft where, where it's all like, oh, intention is everything. But I mean, more something deeper than just what are your intentions? I mean, like really, what are your personal and private deepest, darkest intentions. Why are you working this spell? Why do you feel the need to work a spell? Is there something that you could have done um, that wasn't magical that could have affected this change? Um, is there something you need to do in the regular world in addition to what you're doing in the magical world? For example, again, going back to the work thing, I can't put a spell out there to get me a promotion if 
I'm showing up late every day and just doing half-ass work everywhere and nobody really wants to work with me, you know, like you have to do the regular real world stuff too. You know, I can't do a spell that I lose weight, but not go on a diet or actually no, (laughs) but not improve my eating and exercise habits. Um, so, you know, that's part of it with your intentions. The other part is really figuring out why do you want this? Do you want to hurt someone? And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or or a good thing, but is that what you're trying to do? If it is, you need to be clear in that. You need to be clear in yourself that what you're actually trying to do is hurt someone. Um, or are you are you trying to protect yourself? You know, are you trying to get rid of maybe this person out of your life and that you're trying to protect your own mental health or physical health or whatever by removing this person but you know that it's going to hurt that person but you still need to remove that person so see it's it's, there's like three levels to that um even if you uh intentionally want to hurt someone with a spell why is it that you want to hurt them is it because you're trying to remove them from your life in order to protect yourself or is it just because they need to be hurt um I don't know, you know, that's up to you and your own karma or whatever. Um, This is sort of the part where shadow work starts to come into play. Um, We won't go into that too much here or today. I mean, Um, shadow work is, you know, uh, it's so hard to explain, especially knowing all the definitions that are that are out there for what it is. What it really is to me is seeing all the parts of myself that I really don't like. Figuring out what trauma is associated with those parts. What trauma made me be this way? Like I have a tendency to put up walls. I mean, like, I'll let people think they got past my walls, but they didn't get past my walls. I'm just a really good actor. Um, But I've done the work. I know why it is that I have those walls up. And I know why it is that I don't even let people in after I I let them think that they're in. Um, There's another part of me that is completely passive. And I know why I'm that doormat. I've done the work to figure out what trauma was associated with that. And then there's the other part of me that's just too aggressive, you know, that's that's just bossy and rude and um, quick to anger. And I know what traumas are associated with that. Now, I'll never be done with with shadow work. And I don't know if that's because I'm my own, you know, special brand of crazy or if it's because maybe that's how everybody is. I don't know. Um, but really it's sort of, uh, I mean, it's kind of therapy. Like if you were in therapy with a counselor every week, what you're working on with that counselor is shadow work. Shadow work is not something that's witchy. It's something that is, uh, psychological. 
But doing that shadow work, understanding why you're the person that you are, that is important when it comes to working magical spells, because you need to understand why it is that you're doing the spell that you're doing. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, my mom and dad moved in with me and my kids. Uh, actually, it was February 29th, 2020. Um, it was right before the whole COVID stuff really ramped up in the U.S. and right before everything shut down. Um, so for me personally, <clears throat> having my mom and dad move in with me and my three kids uh, and having the entire world shut down was, it was stressful. It was, it was pretty hard. Big part of that is because uh, my mom is, I would say, I guess she's a narcissist. I I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. All I know is she has the characteristics of a psychological narcissistic narcissist. Um, not like certain aspects of her personality are that way, but like full on. Um, also, psychopath really fits the fits the bill for her. Anyway, um, they moved in with me. My dad is on hospice. Uh, he is uh, actually still, as far as I know, doing doing great. Um, but my mom said she just couldn't take care of, or she couldn't stand the idea of him dying with her there alone. So I let them move in with us. And it was awful. It was truly horrible. Um, the first year, I guess, almost a year. Okay, actually, as I'm doing the math, the first nine months, <laughs> they were, they were okay. I mean, they were rough. I was not happy, but it was, it's what you do for family, right? Like, if it, even if it means that you're unhappy, you, you take care of family, no matter what. Um, I've come to learn that's not true, by the way, you take care of yourself. And you take care of your family if you can, but those two things are not necessarily um, the same thing. So uh, things got really bad. I mean, to the point that by the, the day that my mom left, she tried to have me arrested for attempted murder and elder abuse. Um, thankfully, the cop knew that she was just completely full of it and out of her mind she wasn't out of her mind this is just how she is but um it was bad is what I'm getting at and I had done a spell it like it was like a month before things were so rough and I did a spell full of all this emotion for her to to leave to just get out of my house I didn't have the the strength or the ability to say to her that she had to leave but I did the working for her to get out um and it, it did take about a month things got a whole lot worse before it happened but the magic worked now I was not exactly specific on how I wanted that change to come about so that 
you know, I feel like that's why things got a whole lot worse before she moved out. Um, I also did not indicate anything in that spell about my dad. My dad, I love very, very, very much. He is, he doesn't deserve to be treated the way he is treated. And um, I wish that he was still here with me. So when my mom left, she left my dad here um, because everything was his fault too. Um, it's, oh God, there's so much going on with it. Um, she left him here. Uh, she was gone about two months and then she finally convinced him that it was all made up and uh, <laughs> it was all my fault. And he didn't believe her, but he went, he went back to her. Um, so, you know, I didn't say in my magical working that, that she should move out, that it should not be, you know, more traumatic than I was already dealing with, and that my dad should not move out with her. So there are there may have been ways that this could have worked out in a way that I didn't have to also lose a relationship with my dad. Um, but as it is, I lost the relationship with my entire family, you know, my mom, my brothers, um, my dad, all of my extended family, everything. And it's worth it. I'm not saying it's not worth it. But, you know, if I had thought that out, if I hadn't done it in a moment of complete you know, emotional storm, maybe it would have worked out a little bit differently. Um, another example I can give you, uh, one my high priest, he enjoys telling this story. Um, someone he used to know did a spell for love. And she was very specific about all the things that she wanted. She met this man of her dreams shortly thereafter. They fell in love. They got married and he turned out to be gay, um, which she knew before they got married. But that's that's not the point. You know, uh, she had the love, but she didn't have the passion. Um, and, you know, I mean, usually we kind of want both of those things when we're doing a love spell. Right. So. Uh, yeah, maybe if she had been a little bit more clear about her intentions and her wording, then maybe that wouldn't have happened. Personally, I don't think we should really ever do a love spell. Um, you know, you if someone's going to love you, you want them to love you because they love you, not because you've done some sort of spell to make it happen. Um, now you can do sex spells all you want. If you just want to have like a fun night with someone, knock yourself out. <clears throat> just make it clear that that's what you're looking for in your in your magical working. So um, a couple of things that I, I wanted to go over um, in this episode. Uh, once you know you want to do a spell, the spell has already begun. Do you remember me telling you about when I accidentally got the woman fired, I didn't do a spell, but I thought about doing it. And I had very strong emotion at that time. And um, 
sent it out without thinking about it. So be careful about what you're thinking. You know, um, you can think about whether or not you want to do a spell, how you should do it, so on and so forth. But it's already starting. Once you're thinking about it, you're already putting that energy out and it's it's starting. Um, we'll go over this next thing some more in the next episode, which will be um, beginning and ending a spell. But some food for thought for now um, is the witch's pyramid. Um, I've also heard this called the Wiccan pyramid. I don't know if it's something that's Wiccan or, or not, but it is, um, I have heard it in a few places. So uh, the witch's pyramid has four sides to it. Um, to know, this is ruled by the element of air, which is about thought and manifestation. To will is ruled by fire. So this is about willpower and desire. Let me back up to know. This is when you think about the spell, when you start to think about the change that you want to affect. Um, and then to will is when you begin to draw together your willpower and desire. Um, you start to think about how you're actually going to do the spell. To dare is ruled by water, and it is when you bring the, the thought, the, um, it's when you bring the manifestation out of your um, head and ego and into this um, astral realm or into the universe, into something like that. It's when you actually do the magic. And then... Um, and you've, you've sent it out, out there into the universe. And then the last one is uh, to keep silent. This is ruled by the earth. Um, this is still and timeless. So what I have always thought about with that one is that you don't want to talk about your spells after you do them. Um, it takes power away from them you could talk about them once the spell is um the change has been affected you've seen the results of your spell in in whatever and it's done you know like it's it's over uh, that was something that you did and that was something that happened um but in that time between putting the magic out there and waiting for the results to manifest that's when you don't want to talk about it um, you should talk about it before you do the spell. You should talk about it to someone that you trust just to make sure that you're clear about your own personal intentions and that your wording is clear in a way that doesn't leave holes if you can avoid them. There's always going to be something, but if you can just sort of a close up as many of those gaps as you can. It helps to just sharpen the, the point of your arrow. Um, so yeah, I think that is probably all of it. Um, now, you know, I, I did say wording. I don't remember if I said this at the beginning or not, but it doesn't have to be actual words. It can be an image that you're holding in your mind. Whichever way 
works best for you and the way your brain works and and also for the spell because there are some things that you know for me personally aren't a matter of words they're a matter of an image um I think you probably know what I mean with that um so yeah uh you know we usually do an exercise at the end of everything and I I haven't really been able to think about I mean I haven't really been able to think of like an actual exercise but maybe you could just work your way through a couple of um not spells, but like a couple of, think of something that you would like to affect change and think of how you could word it and why is it that you wanna do this and what kind of holes are there in, in what you're thinking about. Um, you know, and maybe it wouldn't hurt to make it something that's sort of um, not likely. Like I want to visit outer space. You know, I mean, that's probably not going to happen unless I fall off the face of the earth, um, which I'm, I'm not going to fall down a rabbit hole. <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. So maybe I could think about why is it that I want this? You know, how can I word it in a way that is going to make it very specific and eliminate holes? Like maybe I should say in that spell something about not falling off the face of the earth. Um, like that is leaving with intention and safety. Um, but uh, yeah, I really think the shadow work part is gonna be the most important part of, of your spells. And don't get caught up in a buzzword about what is shadow work and, and things like that. It's really just figuring out the less pleasant aspects of yourself. How are they coming into play with this? Um, so yeah, that's about it. Uh, I guess we can wrap it up. Um, next week, we'll talk about beginning and ending a spell. We'll go over the, um, the witch's pyramid again in that part. Uh, it's sort of the process of a spell. Um, it's sort of the process of how spells work. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you. I usually try to listen to my podcast at least once before um, I hit publish, but I don't think that's going to happen right now. Um, it's a little late in the day and I'm a little tired. So I hope this, uh, I hope this was all right. I don't know. I feel a lot of imposter syndrome lately, actually with this and a lot of other things. And I know that that's my own shadow work needing to be done, but, but yeah, all right. I guess I'll save that one for my therapist. And um, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>